Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always... It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's happening, good people? Yeah. Hey, this is uh, episode 155, right, Cash? Yeah, 155, man. We moving. We moving through these these 150s. Hey, yeah, yeah. We moving right along. But there's still a couple people out there, you know, maybe they first time coming to us. Can you, uh, for those couple people that's out there, can you please tell them what it is we do? Absolutely, man. For the 155th time, we about music, sports, entertainment, culture. Each and every week, that's what you can expect from us. Barbershop banter. It's just your, we just your homies going back and forth on how we feel about everything in the culture, man. So y'all tune in. We have artists come on from time to time. We have entrepreneurs come on from time to time. We talk about books. I mean, we got we got it. We cover a whole lot of ranges, man. But one thing you can count on each and every week is music and sports. So that's what you're gonna get this week. A whole lot of music, a little bit of sports. We got the final four going on and women. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot going on, man. But y'all stick around. Okay. And uh, Cash, I mean, say, how you been, though, man? Like, how you been? Ah, uh, man, you know, I'm going through what you was going through last year, man. Moving back to the state. So every other night, a meeting with a realtor or looking at a house, contemplating how I'm going to spend these funds. You know, so it's just, you know, how nerve-wracking that is, buying a new house, moving from one country to the other. You know what I mean? So I'm just ready to be settled, and I'm not even unsettled yet. You know what I mean? It's the anxiety of it all. You know man, what I mean? Like, what you gonna pack up? What you gonna move first? All all that type of stuff. So just dealing hey. with that, man. And um, but all in all, man, I'm excited to be heading back to the states here in, in two months and uh get some decent Wi-Fi. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just small things, man. It's a small things. Yeah, man. I and hey, hopefully y'all get a house like right off the jump, or if you're getting one built like me, man, I'm still in that in between. So July, man, it's can't get here fast enough, but I, I really don't even think it's going to be ready in July. I think it's really going to be September time frame, but to be honest with myself, but man, still holding out some hope, though. Still holding out some hope that it actually is ready, man, and uh, that'll be that final part. Still ain't got all my stuff, uh, you know, missing all my podcast gear, and I just, I'm stubborn. I refuse to buy it again. I should have packed should have packed yeah, it, like you're yeah. saying. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, man, but... uh. I will not make the mistakes of press, y'all. <laughs> my <laughs> shit will be packed, if even if I got to pay for it out of my pocket. Because some of the stuff I just don't want the movers to move in here, man. You know, got $1,000 mics in here. and a quick, Like, I I just can't, man. Can't put that in their hands, man. I can't. So, that's, that's the plan, man. So, got got a lot, lot going on. Um, you know, still trying to put some music out on top of all that. So... You know, and just the normal day-to-day grind, you know, working and relinquishing some things as it's time to, you know, hand off to the people you're leaving behind. So it's always sad to leave some cool people, too, as well, man, with as many moves as you make. And, uh, you know, what we do, uh, what I yeah. do now, you retired. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, so just going through all those different different emotions and, uh, yeah, yeah, excited about new beginnings, though. Yeah, hopefully my mess up, you know, you learn a lot from it, so. Yeah, definitely don't do what I did, man. Carry your stuff, man. Get them kids' <laughs> yeah, bikes I, over there and your household goods, too, man. Make sure you do that. But, all right, we got episode 155. What we got on the agenda for today? Yeah, we got a crap ton of albums that we're going to cover. We got some singles. Your man, Lupe Fiasco, just dropped a few um, singles, but more recently, um, 100 Chicago. Uh, Dreamville, D-Day. 
So you know we got to cover that. That just dropped like what last night, you know, on us. So that that's gonna be a, a dope cover. We also have shoot, man. You you name it, we got it, man. Everything that's really relevant, worth talking about. We have Gucci Man, Key Glock, Young Dolph. They have a single. Freddie Gibbs and Rick Ross just dropped the fire joint as well. Um, Vince Staples keeps continuing to put out some a steady string of dope singles as well, man. And then the albums, of course, like I said, Dreamville, D-Day. We got RJ Payne, If Cocaine Could Talk, Seven. But wait till we get to that. Uh, Pac-Man, The Gunman, and Hit Boy. So, you know, we I'm not familiar with Pac-Man, The Gunman, but I saw Hit Boy on there immediately. Yeah. Hit that heart button and had to listen. <laughs> so that's Bulletproof Soul and Furious Styles featuring Hype, The Basement Tapes, Hype. So can't wait to get to that as well, man. We got some uh, NBA playoff implications. Like I said, sooner we get to that, that play-in game, we'll deep dive the matchups and what it means if the Lakers miss the playoffs, which it looks like they're going to do. So we're, we'll get a little bit more into that because last week I thought they was, I thought they were going to make it. I didn't think it would be this close uh, to them actually not making it, but it is what it is, right? And then we got a little bit of NFL, some things uh, happen, playoff rules change. So we'll get into the implications of that as well and what we think about that. So that's pretty much the show in a nutshell. And last but not least, last week we left off with just our top five projects of the first quarter as far as rap. This week, we're going to give you some of our projects that we like from indie artists. It's not a top five of sorts. It's just, you know, just some stuff that we feeling. So we'll, we'll let y'all know who who's who and who we rocking with. All right, then, Cash. Let's go on and jump into this, man. Let's start off with uh, let's start off with the NBA stuff because we always start off with the NFL, and you know. So let's go ahead and start off with the NBA. Let's go on and make sure we get that in this week. Yeah, man. So I mean, the biggest team that I want to talk about that's making the biggest push right now that really caught my eye is the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. Giannis has had a hell of a week following up the 76ers performance, and then on top of that, what he just did to the Brooklyn Nets. With oh, both fault. Kyrie, it's cool. With the both boring, Kyrie, the, the boring Bucks. I mean, those are those. Oh yeah, yeah, they boring as hell. <laughs> they boring as hell. But all they do is keep winning. They got no storylines. They're about business. They come to your house. You come to their house. Whatever it is, they bust your ass and they carry on. That I think they're like the Spurs of back in the day. If you really want to be honest and, and compare teams, they're just like the Spurs. They got a, a foreign superstar. That is just like so ah shucks. You know, he's like one of those type of guys. <laughs> and it's like, you can't hate him because he's just an overall cool guy and works hard. Everything we said that he couldn't do, he's improved. You know what I mean? And he's arguably the best player in the world on any given night. He looks like the best player on the world on the floor. So Yeah, I just remember like on that Stone Cold day that was uh, just having a while ago, he was like, let me crack this beer. Well, he cracked the beer and took a sip. Oh, no, that's... We did it. It's like, come on, man. You're a grown-ass man, man. <laughs> Why would you even must bring that out there and look, make yourself look like a fool on that right there? If you're going to drink it, drink it. <laughs> if not, man, put that shit down. Don't even must come out there and try the front. Go ahead. But that's Giannis, though, man. That, that's <laughs> him. Like, everybody thought it was funny. He brings dad jokes to the press conferences <laughs> after the game. Like, he just dropped a cool 40 on Brooklyn and was telling dad jokes after the game, man. Like, who... You got to love him, man. You got to love him. He works hard on his game. He doesn't slack for nothing, and he wants to be the best, and he's coming at your neck each and every night with a smile on his face. (laughs) I mean, he's the most likable star. And then you got out west, you got Joker and the Nuggets. They just steady 
chugging along. Phoenix Suns, to me, they look like NBA champs. Like, I I got to believe it. The only thing that's going to slow them down, t- to be honest, is an injury. Is yeah. an injury. If they, that, that's the only thing that can slow them down. Joker, now, when you talk about that, he's the totally opposite side, man. He just be coming for people all throughout the season. You better not even mention his name wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, he had uh, one of the Morris brothers out for quite some time after he took that hit. And the Morris brother ain't say nothing else in the media after them brothers sent them tweets back and forth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> them, them Serbs. Uh, I'm like, hey, man, I ain't getting into what they about, but they about that life. And you ain't hear nothing from Morris as one of the you know, one of those guys in the, in the league that everybody afraid of. Joker wasn't, and none, neither was his <laughs> brothers. But uh, but he been coming with it all season as well, man. So as, as we kind of get down to these final games, man, it's just, it's not sad to see. And I, it's not like I'm a Laker hater, but I mean, I know you still pay attention to the Lakers. Yeah. Is this is this what you thought you was going to see uh, even I, with... I mean, I've been saying it for a minute. Been? You, you've been saying I'm just kind of hating on them, but I, I could just see it coming from afar, man. It was just like, they trying to make this last little bit of push and like, you know, they're, they're banking on the play in and stuff like this. And I was like, they, they may not even must make that. Like, and it's just way, way they've been playing. And you know, the competition that's in the West, which is good, which is overall good. If LeBron had to sit out one of these, uh, you know, uh, Brady missed a couple of playoffs and stuff like this. Right. Did he, did he ever miss a playoff? Nope. Nah, he missed hurt. like one year for that leg, that, that leg yeah. injury. But other than that, you know, Brady's been in the mix of things. and But he, it's just team ain't look this bad, this disorganized. Yeah. And if you ever would have told me that AD, Russ, and LeBron would be on the same team, I don't care what's around them, that they would look like this, I, I wouldn't have believed you. I still would have felt like they would have made it to the playoffs. But... I mean, you got so many overall, guys. Overall, though, I feel like it's good for basketball. We're going to get new faces. It's time to get it, start moving. LeBron is still going to have his draw. He's going to have everybody on his side. Like, it's going to be a shame, but the media is going to be forced to move on. You know what I mean? They're going to see that it can go on. We're going to get to hear about all these other stars and everything instead of just constantly being on LeBron. That little part, I am excited about. You, you know, know what I mean? It- yeah, but the funny thing about it though is like <laughs> when remember in the summertime when everybody was talking shit about the Lakers being old and LeBron was like, "Okay, you gonna see." Remember when he had the last laugh in a bubble where mm-hmm. they was calling the Wash King, but then he started he tried to do it again this year, but hey, this year <laughs> it just wasn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> it it's just not, wasn't enough. I mean, so you, got- you know what I mean. But if you're gonna do that, then you deserve all the smoke that come with failing and your team not making it. You know what I mean. So, and let me put I this think, out there. I don't think it's because of LeBron at all. I think he's no, still no, playing great basketball. Uh, but uh, the part that he is going to get the blame for is that team is built how he wanted it built. So on that side, like, hey, you get what you asked for. You know what I mean? You asked for this now. Like, you stuck with that mess. But I know what LeBron is going to do. He he only does these one-year contracts. He They don't make it to the playoff. He's jumping ship, man. He's jumping ship. He already made his he's already made his talking points all year talking about how good Cleveland looks and possibly you know so I'm just thinking like it, it got to level up with his kid graduating and doing what he needs to do because he still has two kids in high school right now playing basketball so got to kind of weigh that out and see if he really wants to leave LA and all the things that he's pursuing out there but I mean he ain't getting no younger brother you know what I mean but I'd rather talk about some other teams 
that are um, possibly can be a threat. You know what I mean? So out east, staying with the east. I mean, you still got Miami, still got Boston. They lost one of their uh, key contributors as well. And then you also got the 76ers, Bulls, and Toronto. And then you got the Nets, the surging Nets. Who knows if Ben Simmons comes back or not. So I like what's going to happen out east. I think it's going to be a hard-fought playoffs throughout, you know, the entire playoffs. Outside of the Suns, I think the Suns run through a lot of teams. Okay, that's what I was about to say. I was about to say, you, you were saying going to that west, man. And I, I was like, minute you go to that west, I don't think a certain a couple teams. Like, I feel like Memphis is going to move on pretty easily in the Suns. And that's like everywhere else is going to be kind of fall. But, I mean, just because, like, where they seed and they seed in one and two, right? So, like, whoever yeah. they go against that first round is going to be kind of just, like, real quick. But Yo, the rest, the rest the of that middle is going to be a battle, yeah. Paul George is back. You know what I mean? And he dropped there oh, in 40 hold on, in his hold first on, cash, game back. Cash, 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 cash. Hey, Paul George. No, 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 Cash. I'm not going to let you do this. What is Paul George's nickname? Playoff P. Playoff P. Why do they call him Playoff P, Cash? He balled last year in the playoffs. Why do they call him Playoff P, Cash? Is it because he's great in the playoffs? (laughs) He showed up last year. He made up for it. Cash, 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 Cash. Cash, answer the damn question. Quit trying to duck around the shit. Answer the question. He showed up. Why do they call him Playoff P? The year before he did. Cash, you ducking around the damn question. I don't ask last year. Why do they call him Playoff P? That's what I'm asking. Because he had failed in previous years. Okay, there we go. So now you're telling me he's coming in playoff and I'm supposed to get hype. No, I'm not going to get hype because it's been failure. Number five. No matter what you say, last year, whatever. Like overall, if I'm looking through his career, he has failed in the playoffs. So it's good that he's coming back for the playoffs. Do I think that it's going to? Hopefully it does. But I'm not getting my hopes up for that damn team because of, we know how he's been. Well, in all actuality, it has to do with playoff people. It also has to do with Lou, Coach Lou, one of the best coaches in the league with making adjustments, playing against any team. He's gonna make it. He's gonna make it really tough. Two on years you. ago, you we can go back to the tape. We've been doing this for a while. You was making fun of it. Now you're. No, I said last this, year, this but you got to update your resume, Prez. <laughs> you don't keep the same status on somebody if they showed improve in extended their teams play last year he did he did that it was a catalyst for it hey i see that you big up the one hit wonders man so hey he had one year doing great man (laughs) you just stay on people you just stay on people forever if they if they how long how long what's the what's the criteria how long they gotta stay if he do the good this year i'll I'll give him his credit well then let then let's see i'm not getting hype i'm not getting hype no hey hey man anything can happen with coach lou man i'm watching the tape all in watching the tape saying that mm, you know, maybe, but more than likely, nah. <laughs> Look, man, I don't know what's going to happen out there. Golden State, Steph is just now coming back. Draymond has been back about two, three weeks now. I, there's so many things up in the air in the West outside of the Phoenix Suns. Like, I just don't know where it's going to end up, man. So I think that's going to be fun as well. I think Memphis is a year or two ahead of schedule. You know what I mean? And then the John Morant injury, him being in and out, and them still winning despite, in spite of it, is pretty tremendous all, all year. They have, like, an insane record without him playing this year. But, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know how that's going to go and what, what his availability is going to be. So, but I do like Memphis. I like Golden State, but Luka. Can Luka get out the first round this year? 
You know, he gets all the all the hype, but he ain't never get out the first round. You know what I mean? And it's looking like he's not gonna see the Clippers this year. So the it's, Jazz, it's, the, it's the team. It's Dallas. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what Dallas is gonna do, but I'm looking forward to it, man. So it's it's gonna be a bloodbath, man. But we'll have a clear picture next week. We can get into the nuances of it all, bring on some friends of the show, and uh really make our picks. You know, stick to some stick to some uh some predictions here, you know, because that's what we like to do here. We like to make some predictions and talk shit about how wrong <laughs> both of us were. <laughs> uh we we got some uh NFL news as well, right? Man, yeah, man. Uh so we had a couple things that happened in the NFL this week, man. Uh big major thing was, you know, Tom Brady came back. He announced he was coming back about a week a couple of weeks ago, right? And uh then this week, starting off the day, was uh, the coach just magically saying that he's going to be a Bruce Arians, said he's going to go up and he's going to be an executive or whatever now. He's going to be a G assistant to the GM or something like that. Uh, and, you know, he's just, he just passing the coaching off to Ty Bowles. And I'm like, man, like, how did this come about? Like, you, you hear about a... Everybody likes B.A., you know what I mean? The ones over there. I mean, I, I appreciate his attitude and him in the, like, uh, in press conference. He's a straightforward guy, you know what I mean? Like yeah, he, yeah. He, mm-hmm. He'll talk to you. I mean, I think he's wrong on some of the some of the things he evaluate, and, you know, he can kind of put some people out there. Winston, I, I think he did Winston kind of wrong after, you know, everything he did. It's like, well, I won Winston. Like, I can win with anybody else. I thought that was wrong. Like, man, that, that man deserved a little bit better. But I'm glad he come back now and whoop their ass twice a uh, year now. Uh, but <laughs> but in other times, he can be spot on. You know, where he handled uh, Antonio Brown and stuff like that. I felt like when he come in the media, like, yeah, man, that if he want to act like that, then you come on out straightforward with it, too. And just like, you know, uh, ain't no reason to show that person no respect like that. They ain't showing no other. They ain't showing nobody else no respect. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah, so. I like that straightforward talk. I like how he said he can cuss you out and still be cool with you. You know what I mean? That's typical coach, typical coach type behavior. Not that the 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 gloss over that we get kind of with everybody else as uh, coaches. So I, that's what I do appreciate about BA. And now you're getting Ty Bowles who's going to come in and step in. And you really have two coaches who should have been head coaches this year. You should have had Ty Bowles and then you got Byron Leftwich. Uh, you know, either one of them, I thought both of them had enough on their resume at this time to get us for Ty Bowles to get a second chance as a head coach and then for Byron Leftwich to, to be a head coach, which I thought he was going to be at Jacksonville, but I don't know how they dropped the ball on all that. Uh, but good on B.A. for stepping aside and letting the black coach step up and, and get the role. But then again, I'm looking at it like, man, was this kind of like fixed because they trying to fix that bad press for everything that's going on with Miami. But at the same time, I'm conflicted because like, well, that's kind of what – he wanted them to do right, them to quit acting like it's a sham and, you know, actually give these people the opportunity. So uh, it's, it's kind of that tough in between on all this. Right. But anyway, that happened. He moved out just out of random. He said he's moving up to that assistant head coach, uh, assistant GM. And then now you got Ty Bowles is going to be the head coach with Tom Brady. Uh, so we're going to see how all this is going to work out in his 45th year. Uh, you got to think. Tom Brady signed off on this, right? He had to know this was going to happen, right? He kind of okayed it. So you think it's still going to work a little bit. He, if Ty Bowles sticks to defense and let Byron Leftwich sticks to offense, I think uh, they're going to keep moving forward, and they should win that 
division. Yeah, the NFC South is by far the worst division in football this year, just with everything that's going on. You know what I mean? So in just two a few teams that's kind of up in the air, Atlanta is way down in the dumps. New Orleans, you never know what, they, what they're going to be, whether they get their star wide receiver back or not. You know what I mean? So he things have been up and down with them, and you know what I mean? So Carolina. Ma- Malcolm tough. Jenkins just retired this week, too. Yeah, that came Malcolm out of nowhere on the Pivot uh, podcast. He just said he retired. So, hey, so that go another person down, a star player that the Saints going to have down. So, yeah. Yeah, shout, shout out to him, man. De- definitely uh, one, of, one of the staples on the Eagles as well, on um, a championship team. Want, want me to show the now? I don't even want to show that. No, man. But uh, but yeah, man. So, but as for BA and stepping down, hey man, look, you know what I what I felt immediately. I was like, hey man, Tybo's a black coach. Finally, finally. I can't remember the last time a black coach was pretty much given a Super Bowl team handed to him. Normally, you get the Jets. Or, or <laughs> you know, the Cardinals when they're down in the dumps. Or whatever it is. It's normally you get the bottom of the barrel and you got to go through immeasurable odds just to get this team to be 8-8, eight and 8-9, eight, eight or whatever it is, just on the cusp of making the playoffs and being, you know, something of a respectable team. Then somebody else comes in and takes, takes the baton and carries them home. All the work that you did as that coach get swept under the rug. So I'm happy that finally the black coach is on the good end of the stick. And yeah. whether B.A. stepped up or whether, you know, because I, I have to believe that Tom Brady was like, I'm not coming back with this dude being my my coach. You you have to believe it. Him, him, yeah. him, left which I'm cool with him. You know what I'm saying? We 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 work well together. Todd, eh, I don't mind him. But him? Can't do it. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, what would you rather have? You know, what's best for the organization? Another Super Bowl, everybody wins with another Super Bowl. Nobody wins with time not coming back. So, simple simple move by B.A., team player. I respect it. Hold up, hold up. Are you saying Tom Brady forced that move? Oh, yeah, man. He's he's oh. Billy, Billy uh, nice guy in public. Behind the scenes, he's stacked. <laughs> Jabbing you right in the back, man. Of course. Of course. You, you think, think Tom, Tom Brady, Brady said, I'm not coming back to, to play up under him? Uh, yeah, precisely. Oh. Precisely. <laughs> he said he done dealt with one Belichick. No I dealt with one Belichick. I ain't going to do a deal with another one. I made you. You didn't make me. That's what, that's what he's saying over here, right? Basically. <laughs> basically. And I ain't, ta- I ain't taking no shit, B.A. You, 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 what you win? Before I got here, brother, what? I'm not ready to jump out on that ledge. I don't think it's no, no. Like I think this is a nice move. I think it's more the organization move just to get some black head coaches in. But we will see. Now, if Tom Brady a year, two years from now gets a little stake into the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm gonna be like, Cash, you may have been right. <laughs> Listen, Tom did that shit. Tom said that shit. B.A. stepped aside, said, okay, I want to keep this gravy chain rolling. I'm going to do what's best for all parties involved. And kept it G. Ty Bowles ends up being a head coach. You have a black OC. Great staff. You know what I mean? These guys earn their positions. and not just because they're black. Like, they're legit coaches in the league. You know what I mean? And should have been head coaches, as you mentioned. So, overall, I'm not mad at Ty. 
not mad at Tom for pulling the power move and a few people benefiting as a result. So it, it everybody wins, man. Everybody wins. Okay. Okay. And then uh, the second little rule, the second thing that happened that came out of that same little time frame was uh, the NFL rule change to over pre postseason overtime rules. So if you remember this last finally. year, the finally, I don't think it needs to be changed, but hey, we'll, we'll get to it. But y'all remember the game that was coming on the Kansas City versus the Buffalo hmm, Bills? I wonder why. Kansas City went into overtime and, you know, uh, it was a back and forth the whole game, and it was great shootout, great TV to watch. You know, it was, but when it got into overtime, Kansas City won a coin flip, went down, marched, won the game, and you never got to see Josh Allen back up on the field. So uh, that was a big ruckus during the time frame. Like you, when you have such a great shootout like that, you should both teams should get a chance. You know what I mean? Uh, I think the defense should play a part into it. We saying like. Both of them was carving up the defenses with ease. So no matter what, I, I don't see what this rule really changes besides guaranteeing in that type of game that we're going to get two more scores in that type of game because neither team was kind of stopping each other on that, right? And you, they was going back and forth. So Josh Allen would have went down there and scored again, and then you would have been back to the same position. Kansas City gets the ball back. And if they go down there and score at any point or even kick a field goal, which you know they're going to get enough position to kick a field goal, game over with either way go. So the team that won the, the, the coin flip still wins overtime. But guess what? The NFL gets an extra 30 minutes on that that they can charge TV time to <laughs> and make more money. So it's a win for the NFL. <laughs> Hey, I'm not mad at it, man. Like I love, I love to see a shootout, and I love both offenses to get a crack at it, especially when you got a game like that. And most, most of the time, I, I just, I just like, I like the college game for that reason. That's why I like the college games, just going back and forth. Whoever's offense is gonna score, I don't care too much. I'm not, I'm not the defensive guy. Defensive struggles and and seeing all that, like you know what I mean. Like I get the purest feeling of it all is like. No, put your defense out there. Your defense needs to get a stop. If they don't get a stop, you deserve to lose. It, it balances out. I get that part of the argument. But offense sells tickets. It's what keeps most fair-weather fans, not like you and I, Prez, but most fair-weather fans glued to the TV, talking about the game. And that's where the NFL dollars come from, man. So, And then you spoke to it, the sponsors. And getting an extra 30 minutes possibly on TV to air this type of shit. So I'm I'm cool with this, man. I think it's fun, man. Stop being approved, Perez, man. No, Stop no, no. Approved, no. I'm just saying, like, I said, like, it's it's overtime in the overtime, man. Like this, it makes no sense of the rule. Like, if you're gonna go to like the college and they're gonna get on the 25 and you got a chance to score, if you're gonna keep doing that, okay. That's that's the way to go. But the overtime rule is okay, both of them are gonna get a chance to possess the ball. And then off the next score, if both of them score, if both of them score, then off the next score, whoever whoever gets it wins. So what did it really change? I see, I see, I see where you're going. <laughs> I see where you're going. There. I see where you're going. There. So <laughs> it's, it's either take on the college rules and you go by that, or I, I'm, I'm not seeing like 
we're going to be back here in five years. They're going to say 50% of the people who get the, the coin toss are still winning. That's that's going to be the same thing. Or maybe it was, it was a little more than that. I think it was like over the past 12 games, it was like 10 of them were the actual winners, right? Uh, who won the coin toss. But it's going to be the same thing. It's going to be the same thing. That's what I've got to see at the going as. So, I, I we just... Shall, we, shall, we shall see. Hopefully, it shall. doesn't affect the Eagles. Hopefully, it don't, don't affect the Raiders. <laughs> I, you know, maybe that's what you're worried about. Man, maybe oh no! Hey, man, I went ahead and put my bets <laughs> down before the uh, odds kind of sway again. You know what I mean? They had sw- shifted a little bit for the Raiders, so I went ahead and put all my bets in. You know, for the year, Raiders to make the Super Bowl, Raiders to win the AFC Championship, Raiders to win the uh, AFC West, Car to be MVP. I got all those. I got it all covered, man. You know what I mean? So hey, if the Raiders just do decent, you- only one I didn't cover on was how many wins the Raiders going to get. I, I, that wasn't allowed on. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't see that bet out there yet. So, uh, but other than that, if the Raiders do decent, I'm winning some money. <laughs> you want to uh, also add to that and just give me money just because? You like to give away money? I mean, just, <laughs> you want to add, add to my phone? I can shoot you my PayPal since you like giving away money. Great you know? <laughs> to the Super Bowl. Hey, if it happens, hey, we getting paid. <laughs> hey, man, this is like lotto tickets right now. That's, that's exactly. how you treating it, right? That's how, you know? exactly. <laughs> what you got to lose right now? Not a thing. Not a thing at all, man. Not a thing at all. <laughs> Any anything else on the NFL? Man, that's uh, it on the NFL. Uh, I mean, we just wait until this draft time come out. I may actually be there for uh, draft weekend, so uh, may have to do some on on the spot, you know, for the pod, you know. But we'll we'll see how yeah, that goes. It was fun. I was there for the Pro Bowl, so it, it was fun during that week. So yeah, you should have a lot of fun during the draft draft time. It should be pretty wild out there. Should yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, wild yeah, out yeah, there. yeah. Yep. Uh, okay. Nah, I think that's that's about it, man. Uh, Want to move over to the music side now? Yeah, man. Let's let's get to these singles. Let's get to some of these singles. Well, I had a question for you. First, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so we have the Kendrick talk, we have the J Cole talk, and we have the Drake talk, right? After yeah, yeah, this yeah. this week's this week drops. I want to just like once again, I made my case for J. Cole, and I think his this kind of elevated him a little bit more in my books with the with this drop of him doing this like what this uh I think this within the two year time frame he didn't drop these two compilations ensuring that his label everybody get their shine and able to produce so uh, Kendrick got the talent you know what I mean he got those classic the classic albums out there you know what I mean we always gonna hell him for what he do but. It's scarce right now. It's kind of scarce when he shows up and when we do. We we love his past work and everything. J. Cole, he has this consistency that he's going through, but he has that that one album, you know, for your eyes only that we kind of say like, eh, it was halfway, you know, first portion we love, second half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it happens. But you know, since then he's kind of been on the whole time, right? And but business side of it. I feel like he's killing it, man, with his whole label, constantly putting them on, doing everything right. Um, majority of these of the people on his label are names that's going to be get the radio play. Ain't nobody's just like, you know, up under, you know what I mean? I think what Boz, Cos, Loot, like those are the ones that's kind of the low level. But every time they come out with an album, you don't hear the hip hop heads and, the, you know, they the one who they give it the praise. Ain't none of them coming out slacking on any of this stuff. Right. It just. 
some of their music may don't touch as much mainstream as some of their other artists mm-hmm. like J.I.D., uh, like Jid and all this, you know. But th- they have a great body of work and they're going to constantly, their name is going to constantly go, right? You ain't got nobody that's a, that's a slouch on that label. And no he slouch. Comes, no and he slouch. comes out and he's... No, no slouch. And his rollout with the with the team, you know what I mean? He makes sure everybody, you know, has that steady output that's coming out. I mean, even uh, Earth Gang, you know what I mean? Like they they've been coming out with it pretty pretty steadily right now. You know what I mean? So with their with their uh with their last album, um, so on that level, I think is Kendrick got talent. Now you got J Cole who got the talent, the consistency. And, you know, he's really doing it at that boss level. You know what I mean? I think that's kind of, I don't know how we, how we put that. Like, does that get equated into there? Like, he, he in a sense, is being more Jay-Z-like on his ascension than just being an artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kendrick may so, have some other stuff going on in the background, but I'm saying it's full label, bringing out people, continually, uh, you know, Expanding his brand, you know what I mean. Being being out there, like at a point, we know that some of these artists are gonna they're gonna step away a little bit more. They're gonna have those let's get his funds and his presence within hip hop is gonna be there consistently though with this with the group that he has. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I I think they're all at different levels, um, and it's from this standpoint. Like Kendrick has always been a superior. Not superior more than the others, but just like a superior artist. And the artist, the artistry was always first. And I think that's the artistry for all three of them is first and foremost. But you don't see his business moves outside of it. Like he may have very well have some things. And he does have, um, you know, a label that he's starting and moving out with after he drops his next album from what we've been told by TDE. So he's going, he's at the beginning stages of what, Dreamville always was or what OVO is, you know what I mean? How how they run it. Now, when you're talking about Drake and Cole is a little bit different, you know what I mean? Drake is... He may now, that's when we throw Drake up or, in there. Drake is just a damn superstar. He just flat out superstar. Right. He, it's just because like it, it crosses in so many different other genres, and you know what I mean? Like His name, I think, is a little bit more worldwide and renowned than than the other ones, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but like he never, he never had, he has OVO, right? And mm-hmm. they got OVO, um, radio and all that stuff on Apple, you know, working with Apple. Then he also brought the week, he gave the weekend mm-hmm. that, 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 that leaping board. I'm not saying the weekend worked hard and did what he needed to do. Ultimately, he didn't end up signing with OVO, but then you have Party Next Door, who's wrote countless hits for people. He's brought Party on board. And then that's kind of where, for me, as a, you know, I don't know, I can't, I haven't looked deep into OVO and what they do, but I like what they're doing behind the scenes with business, not necessarily music. So he's doing great thing for his brands business-wise, but the reason why you see Cole, he has a deeper roster than any of them, you know what I mean? So he's doing it more so on a music level. So I think they're all doing great but they're all at different levels of it and going at it in different ways depending on who you ask you know what i mean like i said kendrick is just starting a label after all these years of being in it dreamville was something that launched very soon after pretty much in sync with cole coming up like he always had his his own thing and 
Boss came along, Omen, and then, you know, he kind of added on over the years to build up the roster after he really had a foothold in the game. And then Drake, once he broke apart from Young Money. So, you know, I think it's all impressive what they're doing. You know what I mean? But if I had to rate, like, overall who's who's who, it would probably be depending on... I don't know too much about Drake's business moves outside of music. You know what I mean? You know about the Nike and, and different things like that or being a part of the Raptors uh, ambassador and stuff like that. So it's cool, cool shit like that. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I, I'm more into the music, so I pay attention more to Cole. You know what I mean? With Jid, Earth Gang, Cos, Boss, Loop. And they're actually dropping projects, too. Ari Quality Lyrics. projects. Ari. You know what I mean? And he's supporting them. You know what I mean? It's kind of like we were talking about Yo Gotti a couple weeks ago. Like, that's how you be a CEO and a rapper, active, active rapper on the label. You know what I mean? You got to put your guys and your guys and girls in positions to win. And I think he's doing that with all the all the roster. Like that's a deep roster when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's crazy what they're doing. But we'll we'll get more into to the project D Day with DJ Drama that dropped. But uh, I'm I'm impressed by all three of these these guys, man. You know what I mean? They're just doing it in different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like like that. But they they're all stars in their own right, and you know what I mean. Ain't ain't one to put not. Music, but you know, y'all, we, we, it's hip hop. We're going to say this compared to that person, that person compared to this person. So it's what we've been doing for the longest. So we've got to, got to pit it against it. Like, so I would think artistry wise, you know what I mean? Like Kendrick is still there. Then, like I said, superstar, just overall superstar, everything about him is that's Drake. And then J. Cole has like, he got, he got the artistry and the, the business side of it, you know, kind of locked up with well, the industry, the music industry, though, like, you know, getting his crew and putting them on and ensuring that they, they come up. Think his label gonna outlive him. You know, he he just set himself up to be the perfect like Diddy at the point. You know, I don't know, I don't know. Well, Diddy is probably a bad example. I mean, because people come on and off that label left and right. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what is a hip hop yeah. label that kind of lasted through time? Rock kind of fell off. Well, I mean, they split up. They had no multiple splits. Like. What company has lasted throughout that's, the whole that's time that's like an uh, artist's own? That's a good question, man. I'd have to have to sit back and think about that, you know what I mean, as far as for a long haul, like actively. And, with, and with, then consistent hits. That one, You know, you get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, hmm, something to think about. Yeah. Man, let's come back to that. Good one, good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a good topic, man. I had to, when you edit it, make sure you write that one down. <laughs> write that one down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure. let's get into these singles there, man. All right, man, start it off. Oh, uh, man, so if you want me to start off, I started off rap when you, it was one name that came up, and it was like the only one I went and listened to it probably about 10, 15 times, man. Uh, that was the Lupe Fiasco, man, the uh, 100 Chicago's, man. I'm a big Lupe fan. Uh, appreciate everything they do, man. It was, uh, it was a short, uh, it was only like two Two and a half minutes, I think it was. And you was expecting seven from Lupe, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was. I really was, man. But you got to listen to Lupe two to three. Uh, you got to go constantly go back to catch everything that he going there, man. But, like, the bars, man, how he kind of lace everything up in there, man, it's just, uh, yeah. Uh, Lupe, give us a damn album. Give us a damn album, man. 
quit quit this nonsense. I'm glad he's off that old little tone because I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't appreciate that last uh, what the shoes or whatever he had did with the dinosaur just showing that he can do stuff and rhyme stuff, but it, it didn't really catch me. So I'm glad that he's back to this type of level, and this is what I want to hear. You're 40. I know you want to release an album now. You're like at at the 40 mark. So go on, go on and do it. Make sure we get it. He's independent. He's on and not on a label. It shouldn't be nothing holding him back, right? Except for himself. You know what I mean? That that's the only thing that could be holding himself back is wanting to make the best possible album. So and and again, he's probably in no rush to do that. You know what I mean? Somebody that's really focused on their craft and delivering a possible classic. So I don't think he plays with rap at all. So, you know, hopefully something's coming because he's been putting out little joints every other month for like the last year. He's had a single or two drop or just something random or random Lucy. So, um, you know, I, th- I know he's active and know he's recording, yeah. but no, no signs point to an album. Yeah. I liked uh, the couple flips that he had up in there too, man, when he was talking about uh, Virgil and then, you know, that's the LV is just as simple as the Vice Lord, uh, the flip, you know, might catch the Holy Ghost start speaking in Nas records. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Lupe, man, come, come he, with it every time, bro. Yeah, man. He, he, cold, he cold, man. Like, I added it to the playlist instantly because... It was kind of a, a a palatable beat that I could rock with too. So he had both. You know what I mean? Now, here's why my knock on Lupe. Not all the time do I like the production. Not mm. all the time. I like the lyrics more so and I deal with the production. Cause he's not he don't pick bad production, but just sometimes he be a little out there with, with some of the type of production. But like, yeah, this this joint rolled, you know what I mean? And he was giving me the punches. And then he was giving you just shit that the, the double entendres and just everything you could possibly want, yeah. multisyllable yeah. raps, and you know what I'm saying? And so it was everything that you would expect from Lupe. So hopefully he got something cooking, man. So I really I really was impressed. What do you say? Rest in peace to Verge. LV is Vice Lords backwards. A simple flip of the monogram. That ain't shit. I had similes on my sonogram. Like shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, man. And then I like the the video portion that he had on there as well. Uh, did you see the video? The the YouTube video nah, that I didn't came watch the with video. it. So it's like him just uh, it was just him in the all white, like kind of rapping. But he had on the Chicago with the first fifteen Lupe Fiasco on the back. He had one foot. He had the D Rose three. Other foot. He had the Jordan threes on. You know, kind of you know just rapping the hood and stuff like that. So like. Uh, visually, I mean that was that was, that was good, good little good little thing, man. You know, repping hundred Chicago's, you know, just repping all the way Chicago. So like, yeah, uh, standout single, standout single for it. Well, I don't know Cash because then they had another one, Gucci Mane, Key Glock, uh, yeah, <laughs> Young yeah, Dog. Yeah, I was waiting for you to get to this. I was waiting yeah. for you to get to this. Yeah, man, man. blood. All on it, man. Blood all on it, man. Damn, and I miss, miss, miss Dolph, man. Already, man. Definitely. Like, and like, yeah, yeah, man, this song just could have got another Dumb and Dumber three off of Key Glock them up in there. This fit, feels like it could have fit right in. I don't know what they doing. Are they coming out with another album? On, like, because was this just a, a random single? Like, what what is this attached to? Kind of, I didn't, I didn't look about it up, that. man, but 
I know um, Gucci had dropped something recently, and he had he had a um, I know he had Dolph on. I think he had Dolph on something recently on that. I was was it the so icy? I, I can't remember, but I know um, they was talking about putting out something with Dolph, but they wasn't trying to rush it. Yeah, please don't, please don't. Let's get a little bit more of the Fife type uh, vibe. Then we're gonna get uh, the DMX. Yeah, yeah. Take your time, do it right. Make sure it's it's still up to par. I mean, in the meantime, believe me, I I go back to the old Dolph stuff and still jam, uh, still jam, man. So like, I'm 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 good on that, man. Just make sure when it comes, it's it's like this. It's like this. I want more tracks like it's showing appreciation for what he does. You know. So yeah, they they all went hard too. You know what I mean? And you, I didn't. Key Glock came with it. Dolph, of course, did his thing, and Gucci had a few. Memorable lines that made me laugh a little bit. You know what I mean? But Gucci normally come with that type of shit, too. You know what I'm saying? So they all held their own, man. So shit really, <laughs> Gucci, shit really bumps in the Gucci whip. been killing me lately, man, with the rumors and, like, that that song that's out there right now oh. and him still dropping that that pookie line and stuff in there, man. It's just like, <laughs> I thought, like, they kind of, like, I so. thought that the verses, like, it was kind of all good. Nope. Gucci still being Gucci. <laughs> And with a smile now, with a smile now, <laughs> yeah. I love. I, hey man, I'm. I, I can't say I'm here for the ignorance, but man, it's it's crazy, man. But dope, dope joint. Um, staying in that vein, man. Um, Freddie Gibbs featuring Rick Ross, Ice Cream. This is like one of the better verses I've heard from your man Ross. In okay, that's what I was waiting man. for. I was like, you don't like Ross on features. So I was, I really wanted to get your take on this because you usually say he just comes in and be totally off topic from everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking about some other shit most of the time, but on this one, he was with a rapper on here. You know what I mean? So I feel like he respects Freddie Penn enough and he came, he came with it. Like, the song was where it needed to be with Freddie going first and doing what he do with the multiple flows. He don't get enough credit for Flow, you know what I mean. He don't need enough credit for flow. But shout out to Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, I watch uh, Bust Down, and also he was on the latest episode of Power Force with Tommy. He getting his acting on Prez. Okay. Bust Down is something you I think you would like to. It's a silly ass comedy. I know it has nothing to do with this single, but just thinking about it, just seeing Freddie on screen the last today, I was watching both shows and saw Freddie on the screen. He's hilarious, bro. Hilarious. The character he plays in Bust Down, you gotta watch it, man. You gotta okay. watch it. What is but it back, on? Back to the song, Bust Down. Yeah, That's what is the it on? The, uh, it's on Peacock. Netflix. Peacock. Okay. Peacock. There's a couple things yeah, on this Peacock. Yeah. I ain't got Peacock. You told me Fresh Prince, not this. So okay. Yo, that Fresh Prince is fire. Fresh Prince is fire, man. Like I don't know if you saw the clips with Marlon Wayne. We going off on a tangent, but you know this is what we do. I don't know if you saw the. Uh, they went into Will actually meeting his father. This past episode. Okay. So you know he never met his father on the original. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, they they dig they digging into things that they could have tapped into on the PG thirteen version of it. Didn't really go in deep. But uh but yeah, they doing that type of shit. And that young man acting his ass off that's playing Will and Marlon. Whew, he delivered a dope performance in that meeting and why he hadn't been there and all that. So Oh, good, Marlon Wayne's is playing his dad? Yeah, my oh, okay. played his dad. Killed it, up. killed it. He was just in maybe five minutes of the show, but that's I'll, I'll send the scene to you, man. He smoked that shit. He smoked yeah. that shit. But um, back back to Freddie, man. He's he's one of those. Where's the album, man? Freddie, he I got Freddie Lucy's 
playlist on my on my on my thing. And I'm up to seven. I'm up to seven, Lucy. So what's happening? He got the joint with Jada Kiss that he dropped prior to this. Now Rick Ross. Um, he had the one with Schoolboy Q last year. You know, he's just doing all these collabs and they fire collabs. Like if these joints would have been on the album, I'd I'd probably be arguing about Freddie Gibbs is the next guy. I'd, I'd be arguing it because his last two album run, Benny Benny the Butcher, probably the only one to me that's rapping about the same type of stuff, you know, on, on Paul. You know, I ain't trying to pit them together as they've been pitting each other together um, on recent Twitter and all that, you know, exchanges. Get in the booth and rap, fellas, if you're going to do that. We, we don't, I don't respect tweets, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, don't do it. It's corny, man. But uh, but yeah, so y'all, so y'all check out Ice Cream featuring Rick Ross, Freddie Gibbs. Um, next one I got is Rose Street by Vince Staples. So another spring, summertime vibe type song. Vince ain't going super crazy on it, but I think he's finding that other bag, man. Like he's kind of capitalizing off his last project. With this one, man. So it's real sing songy with the flow. Great hook. Man, Vince can't do no wrong with me, man. So like I like that he can do the that gutter shit. And I like that he could do this too. You know, and I definitely want somebody like him to win because if he gets on and, and the intelligence that he has and how he puts stuff together, like he's he's a joy to listen to in interviews. So I get where he's trying to go with making this type of stuff. And actually, I think I saw him on Joe Button one time. He was like, this is the actual type of music that's the easiest for him to make. It's the hard shit that's difficult. You know what I mean? Because he don't want to keep tapping into that type of shit. He don't want to glamorize it. So if these pop, poppy type songs are easy for him, yeah, I mean, Scott, Scott's the limit, man. So I like Rose Street, you know, and again, man, so I don't know. Did you get a chance to listen to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it was okay, man. I, I just, yeah, not my cup of tea, but I mean, it just depends with you, man. You you real finicky, man. Sometimes you like the uppity shit, the springtime vibe. Sometimes yeah. you don't like it. Can never tell what you can never tell. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was okay. I, like the last one that he had, uh, the, the magic. You you liked it too, and I, it was just yeah. He he, he he did nothing to like kind of just like you know grab me. Uh, I don't think you liked the project either. I liked the 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 song he had on that project. Uh, what was that last project he did? Ah, uh, yeah, but yeah, I, what I, I said I said I don't think you liked the project. What project? This last project. I don't think you like. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I, it was, it was only like it was only like a one or two songs on there that I like. I remember us going through the review, and it was only like one yeah, or two yeah. songs on there that I liked. That, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talking about the same thing there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like his okay. last project. Yeah, yeah, no. So right. he don't like pop events. I got it. Got it. Track, track. Tra- 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 <laughs> hey man, you know it. It is what it is. Sometimes you like guys for certain things, and it and the poppy poppy vibe just ain't for you. Yeah. All right. All right. We What's, always got summertime got 06, right? Saying. We always got that. I can always go back to that. You know, that's great. Yeah, you know, you don't like my my new shit, but. Rock my whole album. You know, it is what it is, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. I like pop events, man. Like, sometimes I don't want to hear all like all of the underground shit that we listen to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I need this type of shit. You know what I mean? Just to 
plans Give a little a good bit. balance. Uh, FM. That's what it was. Like, with information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FM was dope, too. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. No, that's that's so, probably um, what we're talking about. So, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah, so I got another um new guy, new guy called uh Kerr with Shyst. Actually, out of all the singles we talking about, that's one of my favorite joints out of the singles playlist that we're talking about this week. Like he just randomly came on in my playlist, just you know, playing random shit. And this is one of the guys I brought over, and I'm gonna get into his um, you know, his his back catalog. But yeah, I like the shit he was talking on here about. Just um, you know, friends and just falling out, of, falling out with friends, and just a lot of just growth, growth in himself and what he's doing with music. You know what I'm saying? So I could relate. I could relate to that. So real, real dope um, artist. So I want to see what else he got in store. So it's Kerr, it's called Shyst by Kerr K U R. That's all I got for singles, man. Okay, uh, so. Wanna go ahead and start with these albums? I start with mine. I know that you probably didn't get to. Uh, that'd be uh, T Shine, yeah, T Shine, part oh, of Young. Tell young, me all about it. I don't know. Young who, Stone don't know of Life. You know what I mean? I didn't know who he was. Neither you know. It's just like hey, I, I guess the one of the algorithms kind of hit me up. You know, I like Young Thug, so I was like, uh, seems like he's part of Young. young well, he's part of Young Stone of Life, so that's Young Thug's them label, and so it was sprinkled on here. Cash. I have nothing, nothing bad to say about this album. Uh, it was, I put it on, started listening to it, kind of faded into the background, and you know it was nothing that made me skip on any song. Good production, uh, you know he wasn't trying to over rap on anything, and it was just like it was more of a vibe that he was just kind of flowing all the way through, and it just seemed like it's. It's, it's average, you know what I mean? He, it, none of the tracks were well, my fault. Only one track stood out to me. All the rest of them was just like, I could put it on, have no complaints. No no complaints for anybody else playing. I don't know if you ever go run into some of these albums. Like, it's just... But if you ask me to say something, like, outstanding about it, like, it was it was nothing. It was, it was nothing there, okay. you know what I mean? I didn't catch no... Well, I, I didn't catch no real witty lines. I didn't catch no no double triple entendres. I ain't catch nothing new that he was doing with a gun bar. I ain't catch nothing new that he was doing with a with a you know any references anywhere. You know, it was just like the guy's just he's average. He's he gonna make it through. You know what I mean? But it, like, it was nothing on here. You don't that make that out. type of music though, right? And, yeah, it was nothing on here that made uh-huh. me kind of like jump out and say, "Oh, I'm checking for his next next album." You know what I mean? Like he he got potential. Yeah. Uh, and it may be because age difference. I don't, I don't know what it is. You know, new people may they somebody may love him. You know, but it wasn't for me. Uh, but he did have one song on here with JID, and when yeah, that came I on, to that just before. yeah, I think it was like was, halfway through the album. Like, yeah, and that song with JID, JID killed it first. <laughs> I oh, did yeah. notice that he, he smoked that. <laughs> he smoked that. That's love. They must really have love for JID because I mean, J, sorry, because like, why would you have him? come on in there and do that and then you with the sing song he flow but it made sense you know what I mean it made for a, a dope record and I liked it so I'm gonna slide that over to yeah, my I, I, that's coming you know, out my my to a playlist sure. but I mean everything else even the songs with Young Thug none of it like none of it jumped out to me nothing nothing 
I don't see any songs coming out of here being a hot single over the next five to six months or nothing like that, you know. Yeah, but decent effort. Gotta give it gotta give shout out to Thug, the the record exact, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, for putting these guys out and giving them a chance to sink or swim. You know what I mean? In this instance, it didn't have nothing to pull you over. So, you know. Nothing to I mean, deter me either, though. I don't know it. how it's like it's it's right there. You put it on, I ain't gonna complain. <laughs> but it's nothing that stands out that I'm like, I'm coming back. Yeah. Maybe it's the right setting. Maybe it's a right setting type of type of joint. You know what I'm saying? Out and about, you know, watching some ass walk by you. You know, maybe that, maybe that <laughs> that's the type of album. You know, you sipping some margaritas with the homies at the bar. Or I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Just kicking it. You know, maybe it's that. But I do like the JID joint that you uh, put me on to as well. Slid that over to playlist. Into that. that <laughs> that's where the bucks stops for me. You know what I mean? So I'm right there with you. All right, and uh, what what did you have? What else you was listening to besides before we get into the main ones that we both listened to? All right, man. So I got R.J. Payne, If Cocaine Could Talk, 7. Now, I know he dropped another project this week. It's on his website. Eventually, it'll drop on DSPs. I like but how you did this. For- I like how what? you did this. I know I pushed that towards your way and said, hey, check this out. <laughs> What? The R.J. Pay, <laughs> the latest one that yeah. he just dropped on his website. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to. I, I, yeah. I said, make make sure you listen to this. I I see everything. Oh. I saw he when he dropped it. Okay, when he posted it, okay. I just ain't. I just ain't say nothing because I figured you rock with him. So you know, it was nothing to be said. I know, I knew you had it. You know what I mean? I I respect you digging digging in the crates. You know what I'm saying? So he got he got an active active project. Going on right now. This is just his previous one that was released on his website now on DSP. So if Cocaine Can Talk Part Seven, uh, yeah, he's speaking from a the aspect of Nino Brown's point of view after the fact. So he did survive survive falling five stories after he was pushed in the courthouse. You know what I mean? Ice T leads it off with a little um intro, just kind of setting the scene. It seems real cinematic. I love that idea. Like, right out the gate, you know what I mean? Father of the Year Award. I got to admit it. I was taking the kids to school, and we was <laughs> listening to Cocaine Katos. <laughs> I could... The iced tea... The, the intro hooked me, man. I was intrigued. And I had to... I was like, I got, I got to at least finish this album before I get to work. So, that was my first listen, man, with, you know... Telling my kids to put their little headphones on and uh we went at it, man. So, but anyway, man, um, really, really like this project a lot. The whole way through, man. You just the G Money, the G Money song to me was one of my favorites. Yeah. Just telling why he, he had, had to put G Money yeah, down. Had to pull the trigger. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, so what would what do you like about this? Yeah, man, and like? even like uh like uh the the intro, the outro, like the middle, like where he had like Ice T speaking on here, and uh, got Ice T speaking on a little bit further. You know the whole reason why he was like coming in. To, I think that part was still taken from the movie, like why why he coming to take down Nino Brown. But then the last two is just like you know, oh he ain't know he survived, and you know then, or uh, you know I I still kind of speaking on the whole of events that was going on throughout the album as he was going through. I thought that was perfect too, uh, you know. So just having Ice T just 
further narrate the story. Uh, so, yeah. But like you were saying, like the G Money one, I, I, that one was a standout to me. Uh, what was the tracks on here? Uh, Ghost of CMB. Ghost yeah. of CMB. Ghost of CMB. Is another one. The Nino's Revenge, I like. Uh, Nino versus State. Uh, and then and it was uh, one where he got stopped. It was um, was it Road to Riches? Yeah, where he was describing a car <laughs> stop where basically he was saying I'm legally dead, and he was going through all that play. Exactly, and then he was like saying he got dope the record company now and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's selling legal dope. Like I was like, yes, that's that's the type of you know artistry that I'm looking for in terms of just creativity. You know what I mean? Like I would have never thought to make a project centered around if what if we saw, you know, the continuation of New Jack City with Nino Brown surviving. Like, I know. So, concept but, album, it works. I think y'all should go listen. It's a nice little add-on story. You can kind of, like, visualize it yourself as he's spitting out the words, you know, it's just like the story continue. Uh, love the concept. Love the project. Definitely gonna, you know, make sure I push on to everybody I know, like, hey, if you listen to this, this you need to check this shit out. Cla- classic movie. So that's that's... One one thing that's hard to actually go after that concept, you know, because somebody of his caliber and rapping ability, you can't fuck that up. You know, you can't put Nino on if Cocaine Could Talk series and not come with, you know what I mean? Just uh, culturally what the movie means, you know what I mean to us? I guess arguably uh, most people's top, like, street, black movie, you know, whatever you want to say. That's, that's most people's in their top five, top ten, whatever, you know, you want to say, it's in there. You know what I mean? So, dope, dope, dope body of work, I man. Mean, I like what he's damn doing. damn shame. Pookie got done wrong in that, too. <laughs> Did you see the meme with uh, Pookie and uh, Ice-T? You know what I'm saying? And Will Smith was in it. Like, yo, man, they... They've been relentless with this man. Yo, we ain't even speak on. We ain't even speak on it. I don't even think we gonna speak on it. I don't even think we put it on the it's, list. It's I think it's been, it's been done. Everybody who say, want to say something, say something. You believe what you want to believe on that, you know. I mean, you have your beliefs. So all I know, that situation, you gotta fight back, no matter what. Even if you're gonna get your ass whooped, yeah, you, you gotta swing. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I, I, yeah, I just, yeah, couldn't couldn't imagine, man. Couldn't imagine. Been a whole lot of furniture moving. Say that, <laughs> man. So. All right, what what uh, what uh, project you got next? Uh, man, they had uh, Pac-Man the Gunman. It was a Hit Boy with featuring Hit Boy. Did you know? Okay. Yep. Did you yep. Did you listen, listen at it? Did that, that pop up well. on yours? Did you check it out? Yeah, it was right front and center. Right front and center. Uh, I saw Hit Boy, so I instantly added it. I hadn't listened to Pac-Man at all before this, so it was strictly off of, you know, coming off the Hit Boy high and being a fan of his production. So I kind of got into it, and I'm like, damn, I don't know where he's from. Nipsey, now, right? Like I, he's coming from the Nipsey uh, camp, right? I, I didn't do research. I just I mean, listened to I, it I kind of counted it, uh, caught it a little bit with his flow, the way he kind of flowed a little bit, was like a little bit over there. And then uh, he mentioned he Nipsey a couple. this too. Mm, didn't catch that right. I, I had felt a little Detroit uh-huh. in there, and I could see the L.A. bop, too. Uh-huh. But, I mean, having Jay Stone and Dom Kennedy, that kind of makes sense, you yeah. know, where you coming from with it, for yeah. sure. So, yeah, man, it was uh, it was, it was was decent. I'm, I'm going to check it out again. You know, it's going to be one I, I play back through. Uh, 
it's we. I, I got one day with it. You know what I mean? I listen to it once. Uh, I don't want to just rush out and you know give it. But I something I'll, I'll check out again. I think you. I think you'll like it. Yeah. I think you'll like it. The Jay Stone and Dom. I, I replayed the Dom Kennedy one. That automatically moved over. I think that was a dope one. And the Jay Stone feature. And I think the last the the intro, the beginning song, and the last song. To me, those were the four on there that I was like, okay, I'm I, I'm digging these. You know what I mean? I may need to come back to it again. Like you said, we've only sat with this project a day now. You know what I mean? But I'm interested. I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, not, not good, whack by no means. Production, at least you know it's gonna be is is there. The production, you know, is at least there with with Hit Boy. You know what I mean? So it's that right there alone. Is that's worth why I came. <laughs> that, that's why I came, and I'm I'm sure that's why he wanted to work with him. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, everything worked out for everybody because now I'm interested in what, what he has moving forward. And, you know, if I keep listening to this and this grows on me, you know how that go. Go back to the back catalog and, and we kind of go from there. And that's how you get get fans, man. That makes makes sense, man. So uh, Pac-Man, the Gunman, and Hit Boy. What's the name of the project again? Bulletproof Soul. Okay, Bulletproof Soul. Yeah, go check that out. Let us know how you feel about Bulletproof Soul. So, um, I just, I still wanted to hold on, press before we get off of this. Uh, the songs uh, featuring Dom Kennedy on this uh, Bulletproof Soul is Find a Balance that I was talking about and New Heat featuring Jay Stone. So, that's the Pac Man, the government songs that I like. Not Your Average is the intro. Until We Meet Again is the last song on the project. So, those were ones that caught me off of first and second listen. Like, okay, these are dope. So, again, just wanted to point out some songs before we let y'all go on that project. All right, Cash. Uh, did you have any more? Yeah, 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 man. We got uh, the Basement Series by my man, producer Furious Styles. And Hype is the artist this month. If you guys haven't checked that out, go check out previous uh, Sage Walker. He dropped the basement tape as well. So this is a series that Furious is kind of doing with artists, you know, indie artists just kind of coming up and they tend to be dropping this like right before projects that they have coming out. It's just them getting off their bars, you know, simple concept, basement style. So um, this hype tape we covering, quick little three, three song EP in and out, man. So what do you think about it so far? Oh uh, man, it's, it's good, man. I think we had what, uh, we had one other person uh, we had a producer come on, and he was telling us about hype, uh, Macari, right? Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, I think he had him on. Yeah, he yeah. had him on his project. He had him on his project. Yeah. That's where we first heard. And him. he was he was saying like if that's one thing he wanted to get out of there. So hey, I'm glad like more of his music kind of like you know, primarating uh like uh coming along my way and uh you know getting to listen to it. Yeah, and I'm, I think he he has a lot to say. He's he's a pretty good artist, man. On under under. And this right here, man, the three little pack that he got right here, man, I think it's kind of showcased to get me excited about his uh, album. Uh, got definitely piqued my interest. Um, Love the beat <laughs> the Furious Styles did on here. Uh, we were just, I think we were just talking about it, man, on the second song on there. What's the name of the song? But so it has the, Off My Chest. Off My Chest. Uh, that's the hey, one that sorry, got the this, beat flip. Yeah, no, this is... Uh, Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you can give them a little bit of taste. Indie artist, right? Yeah. 
That's Off My Chest featuring Hype, Off of Furious Styles is The Basement Tape. So if y'all like that, there's, there's a lot more where that came from. Three songs. It don't hurt you to give an artist a chance. Uh, but Furious, we got a bone to pick with you, man. I mean, he was tugging at my heartstrings. Tugging at my heartstrings with that... that Every time I come down in these ghetto streets, dun, 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 <laughs> that freeway, like, we covered yeah. that freeway. Like, we love that freeway album. <laughs> so we was just before we was going to say, hey, we got to go over this project. Me and Prez offline was talking about, yo, that, that beat sound familiar. And it took us no <laughs> no more than a minute to realize why the, the beat sounded so familiar. It's because we had listened to an album with the same flip over it. So... You know, great minds think of like I believe Just Blaze flipped that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. great minds think of like so. Shout out to Furious for doing that, man. Um, and, and putting on artists. So, really, 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 really dope. Uh, EP eight minutes. Y'all, y'all check it out. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, and uh, definitely looking forward to what hype got uh, coming up next. So, for as you sure, say, you got an sure. album coming out. Just heard. Uh, I'll be tapping in and we'll be reaching out as well. Um, you know, kind of pick his brain and get to know him and bring him to the forefront because we we do enjoy his music. So, oh, mm-hmm. uh, okay, we ready? Oh, we ready? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, oh, boys and girls, <laughs> children of all ages. We just <laughs> we <laughs> taking we it back. Had, yeah, we had we had a treat, man. Uh, uh, we started getting like the little social media little drops like about a day or so before this happened. Uh, J. Cole is going to magically, J. Cole and Dreamville is going to drop another compilation album. Not called, uh, what was the other one called? Dreamers for the Dreamers or something like that. Uh, this this had nothing to do with this one. This was going to be a Gangsta Grills. And as y'all just heard me, like on these Gangsta Grills series, I said, I'm, I'm glad they're getting back to these. And, you know, I, I need my DJs talking over some of it. Like, I, I miss that. You, you probably you got to know it when it when it was overdone. But then as you get, that's what you grew up with. You kind of miss some of these type of little things, right? So, uh, Gangsta Grills. They just, he just dropped one before this, and then he had the Gangsta Grills with Jim Jones earlier. Uh, man, <laughs> they <set laughs> definitely off, got your man. hype. They 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 definitely got your hype, man. And then J Cole coming with the whole crew and they just killed it all the way through this man showing off a little bit more i don't i don't know what people gonna what went into this with thinking because it's a gangster grills mixtape series even though you know i mean nobody's using old beats or nothing like this like they used to use back in the day freestyling but this was the show nobody really goes by that style no more right so they ain't going to use old beats, so people going to take it as all new material, and that's not kind of what I still did. I still seen this as like a mixtape, them all getting together and, you know, having a quick cypher or something. It's not something that's completely thought out. Uh, I mean, a couple of these songs were called, like, I think what you had one on here, Ghetto God Freestyle and stuff like this. It's just them linking up with, they, with, with the person they know, you know what I mean, and getting this, putting this out on the, on the album. It may have been over that weekend like they had the time before. I don't know. I don't know all the background on this one. They ain't have as much uh, marketing lead up, so it was just, hey, we dropping this tomorrow, and then it dropped. D-Day. That's the beauty <laughs> that's of what it, though, right? And, that's that's and the that's beauty what, of it. Yeah, and that's what made it, like, great. It was a, one of those surprises that you was like, man. And we get, like, what, two or three uh, J. Cole songs alone. We get another Jid song, uh, J.I.D., uh, and then we get 
sprinkled cause, in with artists that they like to, to yeah it's sprinkled in with the artists that they actually like to work with we got another uh the cause and reason again with g perico uh so uh yeah man this ari the minute i put ari. it on the minute i put it on the minute i put yes. it on man i liked every single track going down this man and um, since it's J. Cole, I push it out to more people than I really would push it out before because everybody likes J. Cole. Everybody's a J. Cole fan, right? So I just let them know, hey, J. Cole got this coming out. I don't know if y'all knew. Make sure you listen. <laughs> and I can tell immediately from my friends and the responses I got back, man, uh, who are like real hip-hop lovers and who are just like, nah, man, I need I need the more catchy songs i gotta have like the 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 certified hits you know uh, i need the more polished album they ain't really and these are people that i know back in the day used to really fuck hard with with mixtapes and now they can't stand the mistake format it, that that was just like weird for me that was like well what is this man i, I, I don't understand it like is it an album like no, it's a it's a it's gangster grills it's a mixtape <laughs> but they not using old beats it's not that hard of a concept to understand in 2022 but <laughs> some of those people are so far removed from music now, man. It's just they got everything at their fingertip on <laughs> on these DSPs. They just want the polished album. And this this ain't that. This is more of them, like I said, showcasing their skills. It's going to be, a, uh, I think, all the artists, in my opinion, do a great job of doing that, man. They, they go in, in front of Jump with the, uh, what was the first track called? Stick Pick Stick Stick Yeah and you know J. Cole coming on there Man talking about the shooters And everything I was just like hmm, He ain't got no shooters Shooters But like I, hear, I, hear, I hear I hear I know what he was going for it was, it was, <laughs> You gotta do what you gotta do man You know what I'm saying We've all fell victim to it So I get I get it yeah. But again Again They came off the top ropes Everybody was in different pockets on the first beat, you know what I mean? Like, it was all over the place, man. Kenny Mason, um, I don't know if y'all rock with Kenny Mason, but Kenny Mason has a, a project that he dropped like a year or two ago that was really dope. I didn't know he was even, you know, associated with Dreamville uh, whatsoever. I mean, kind of probably the same thing as Reason and, and 2 Chains, who are in G, G Perico. Like, they got friends, kind of like Revenge of the Dreamers project that they dropped three years ago where they where they coming in. So I like that they did that and they just didn't keep it them. You know, and I also like how they maneuvered Ari Lennox in there. She was even talking her shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They did flip some some very familiar samples. You know, you got Kaz rapping over big um, type shit. I forget. I had it. thought I wrote it down, but I didn't. Uh, where um, Ari was singing over Ari Lennox. If y'all don't know. Calling her coming down. Again. Yeah. Yeah. The coming so, down. I'm coming down was it. Down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, my whole world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. So, familiar flips, easy, easily palatable, but again, a lot of fucking dope rhyming. Like you said, Ghetto Gods, 2, two Chains. I love 2 Chains, The 2 Chains, man. man. Oh, oh, now you're back <laughs> on the 2 Chains. Just yeah, last I'm back week. on the wave. I'm back on the <laughs> he, he fall off, but he, you know, he bounced back, man. I ain't got to like every 2 Chains project. <laughs> But you know that's my guy, man. So I'm hard on him now. You know, you know. So, uh, but yeah, man, he was talking crazy, man. The Valentine's Day line. I don't know if it was in this song, but because he's on two, he's two on two tracks, songs so. on here. Uh, Barry but from the Ghetto Simpson. Guys freestyle with Earth Gang. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know where he said the Valentine's line, but it was a lot of like he did what Two Chains typically does. He said some wild, crazy shit, and it's probably the simplest of punchlines. But he said it with such, <laughs> he said it with such vigor and such passion, and it that you be like, man, I'm gonna shoot, I'm gonna shoot him some. You know, I'm gonna give him some leeway on this one. You know what I mean? But that's that's change, man, and the energy that he brings to it. And I like that he still enjoys to come to rap. You know what I mean? I like when he's rapping on features more so. Uh, when he's really working on a project that he focused on, you know, change is gonna come with it. But when he's doing this type of thing where it's like no thinking, just give me a dope verse with whatever you want to say on it, I like this type of change too. You know what I mean? So, um, but moving down, man. Lifestyle, Boss and ASAP Ferg. You know, Ferg come in. Hey, I ain't even gonna do no ad libs on this one. And then he just go ahead and does his thing, you know. And then last week with the Nego project, Ferg was uh, over that too, sounding real good. Him and ASAP Rocky sounding refreshed. So I am excited about those guys coming back outside to come and play. So hopefully they have something. Nego, uh, Baden Nate, that's where he was from. I found like you had to did some research. Okay. okay. So he was he's like that designer. Like, okay. <laughs> but uh yeah, that yeah. mean that that boss and ASAP Ferg, man, I'm maybe my favorite track on the album. <laughs> I, I really, I really do I, I I really do like that, like that that song. I really do. I like that's the one I like hit replay on the most so far. So far. I still like all the other stuff. And I know that's gonna be blasphemous with with J. Cole having two tracks of his own on that kind of Kind of holding down, but I, I like that track. I like that boss and ASAP first. You know who had one of the dopest lines out of this whole thing? You wouldn't, if you was listening closely, you caught the line. It was by Omen. Uh huh. All y'all shit mid like the the Rosen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, boss. I'm I'm down deep in the. I'm like, I think it was balling in Newport. That's that's on that song, track number uh thirteen, Ballin' in Newport by Omen. I thought Omen didn't curse in his raps like long time ago when we used to hear him. Or maybe it's somebody else I'm confusing on Dreamville, but that's neither here nor there. That 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 song is stupid, man. Like they got some spitters on here, man. Um no, for me, the one that I've been listening to the most that caught me off guard because again, I'ma sound like a hypocrite, but um, Remember 10 crack commandments or 10 more commandments that we was mm-hmm. arguing about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What you about Cos to say? came on this big trouble freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> he de-smoked that shit. <laughs> he smoked it. So that's how you win me over, Brez. You just got to rap really good. That's it. I will, sh- I, w- I will give you credit where credit is due. He, s- he smoked the big trouble freestyle, man, over the big beat. Have you had... Have you had time to really sink sink your teeth into the cars joint on that one? Oh, oh. man, yeah, no, I'm saying like, yeah, this, all this, man, yeah, all the way through, man. Like, I have, I don't have any stops on this, man. This whole, I like the all the features. I especially like the ones with two chains. Uh, what was that? Uh, the Barry from Simpson with the young nudie as well on there. Uh, I can't pick a favorite right now. Big trouble, the say. big trouble freestyle with cars. I liked it that one. Uh, I like the, the Ghetto Gods freestyle. Like, I don't get Josie why. Flows if anybody has a problem game. with this, these are the type of people I don't want to share my opinions with. <laughs> oh, oh, back back to my original point. Back to my original point. I was saying this is what it's supposed to be. Like, 
before, like, I was, I'm not a fan of it because, like, remember Wayne was doing this type of thing, right? Remember, I was long time ago, we covered Wayne's last mixtape and he wasn't rapping over these type of beats. But I, I remember saying, like, I don't even like that anymore. But I'm conditioned to not like it because all of these mixtapes, all these projects are new materials, carefully crafted. They're not freestyles. They're songs, you know, two verses, a decent hook or, you know, a big hook. It just depends on who it is and what, you know, the amount of energy they're putting in the project. But that's really what it is at times. And you become desensitized to just a raw rapping mixtape. You know what I mean? But I think what happens is, like, I think guys just came and showed up and left no bar wasted on this. And that's why I like it. It was refreshing to hear a mixtape really be a mixtape, but the rapping be done well. Not treated as a throwaway, but the rapping be done well. So that's why this succeeds. And this is why my conditioned mind to hearing a fully, you know, mixed and curated and, you know, all that, you know, all the stuff that we get. But I like this raw. I like this raw. And I like, this is the first Gangsta Grills that he's dropped in a while that I actually was like, okay. Uh, stop. I'm rocking with the Jim this. Jones, Jim Jones was good. One. Oh, okay. It was good. I just didn't get to it. It was 27 songs, bro. I, I, I didn't go back to it. You know what I mean? As a result, it was just too much, too much for me. So I didn't really get with it. It's, what was it's, the other one? It's the Guerrero. Cool. I thought that one was good too. That was the other man. Like, yeah, he's been on the road yeah, with these so far, it. man. I didn't, okay. I didn't listen to um, the other one that he dropped. I listened to the gym, but not the other one with the, the guy that I don't know. So, you know, I didn't, I yeah. didn't listen to it. So, but, um, but yeah, this, this one here. Cool, man. What, what do you think about Clyde Guerrero? I said Che Guerrero. Clyde Guerrero. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. What, uh, Ch- Clyde, Clyde Guerrero? Mm-hmm. Okay. So y'all check out the Clyde Guerrero. Let, Gaffa- us, let us know we need to review Gaffa-ra. Okay. We, I checked it out. We, we already it. reviewed it. I reviewed it. I liked it, too. Oh, shit. Damn. I'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man. What do you think about what you think about the uh, Cole, the Cole joints or his verses on here? He has coming up doing cleanup like, on all these man. Each each time, man, it's just like the. That's why I keep like my appreciation for Cole. Kind of just like I don't know, man. I'm I'm just acknowledging. Like I went back and I went through his whole catalog over this past month. You know, that's why I told you. Like I went back through the whole catalog and I went through his mixtapes and everything. And I think like uh, uh, what was that? Truly yours. That one. It's one of those ones that we kind of like Lofton. gloss over and miss. Yeah. Like that was a great uh, project as well, man. So like, yeah, man, my my J Cole standard was like speak. up here. Is <laughs> it was it was up there already, and I mean, and then he just magically dropped this, and it's just like what he's been doing on Johnny P Caddies. He came again and did on uh, Stick, and then proceeded on to keep keep that same vibe and everything going through uh, his uh, his freestyle on him, man. So like. J. Cole is, he's trying to make this this year, man, it seems like, man. And uh, he's off to a hell of a start. 2022. Heaven's EP, Press. Yeah. Is it EP? Is a J. Cole EP coming? Oh. I get what you're saying. I mean, he put it right there on Front Street. Heaven's EP is the name of a song. We ain't got to think too hard about it. Huh. I don't know. This, this, he working this 2020, hard, man. This is getting me to where I was coming at. 2022, we're going to look back, Cash. This is going to be like 
the mecca of music for this generation going forward. Like it's just seemed like everything that we didn't got this year starting off, man. It's just man, they they've been killing it. COVID may have helped us out. <laughs> People just holding back and just actually like you know waiting and thinking and re reattacking this whole situation. Twenty two. 2022 is a monster, man. It's a monster on music-wise. Uh, y'all gonna hear when I, we talk about our top five of the year and everything, like, it was hard. It was hard. Some of your, some of the big artists that you think should be there kind of got left out. <laughs> they fell off. Didn't, didn't quite off make it. Because and so we talking about quality. We talking about three months in. We talking about three months in. And they already kind of Falling off the the top five. I mean, they will still be in our top ten. So we'll see how it's gonna go. But I'm loving the competition. I'm loving the quality of the music. I'm loving the level that people are coming on these songs as well. You know what I mean? Like Johnny Caddy, man. That's that's that right there is the bar, and everybody's trying to achieve that. That's how I felt about 2022. That's a fact. And I think a lot of the the J. Cole hate is starting to, they just starting to give it to him. You know what I mean? They may not be transitioned to a fan, but okay, I see what you're doing. These games, it's, it's dope. May not champion it, jump on the desk for it, you know what I mean? Give it such glowing reviews, but I think they'll they'll tap into some of these other guys in their camp, in his camp, and rock with it if they actually give him a shot. And again, like we said earlier in the podcast, as a music exec or or a label label head, you know what I mean? All these artists, for the most part, have dropped and been given a really good push and have really good albums to go. I mean, Luke was the last one that just dropped the project last year, and he was in our top 10 or just outside of our top 10. You know, it was in my- a lot of people that we talked to. You know what I'm saying? So I really rock with that project. Again, you know what I mean? Kaz dropped a quick EP last year as well. Jid is having a lot of singles run. I think he's the next one to come out of those guys. But again, I thought Boss is Boss supposed to I thought Boss supposed to drop on here soon. Boss, possibly. I don't know. I don't I don't know. But Earth Gang just dropped. Ghetto Gods. You know what I mean? So Solid, solid project. We we just talked about our top five, like you were saying, and we rock with it. You know what I mean? So I really don't have nothing but great things to say about how he's bringing his artists to the forefront. I just wanted, for people who didn't hear the earlier piece of the podcast, and y'all go check out our podcast. We drop every Tuesday, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so you can hear all of the convos because we just don't do music reviews. We talk about a lot of other things, but yeah, man, I, I really like what he's doing with these guys, and Giving them this type of look, because you you see DJ Drama's name, you see Dreamville, Cole. That's enough, and all you got to do as artists is come through with the raps, and that's exactly what his team did, man. So hats off to them, man. I think this will be you know talked about for where did this resurgence of drama <laughs> come from? Like like I said, I'm, I'm I'm I appreciate it, I'm loving it, but it, what it started with. Was it Tyler? He had him on that. Yeah. Ty- well, I don't know if it started with. Ty- I think yeah, yeah. Tyler was first time I had heard drama really back back with a prominent artist in a while. I mean, you know, that for me, 
That that's when I heard it. And then again, this is again Dreamville knocks it out the park. They're having their Dreamville, their annual um Dreamville festival. This is like probably what a week away. Their festival, I believe, is next week or in May. Uh, I may be wrong, but again, great timing, excellent strategy. Let's put this together. Who knows where all these freestyles were, but it works. It works. You know what I mean? So hell of a job to the A&Rs and the, and the team that put it together. You know what I mean? Because I don't believe they focus solely on doing this. I just think this was a lot of joints that everybody had and, you know, it just was put together. But at the end of the day, it was done well. However, it came together. So I rocks the, with it. And the Ari Lonnick songs, when they come on, just fit. It it don't seem out of place. They don't. don't seem out of place at all. They don't. They don't. You're right. I was worried about. I was worried about it. But you know, when when some labels have singers like this, you could be like, ah, you know, they forced it in there. But no, she she fits right in. She fits right in. So yeah, excellent job, man. Excellent job. Can't wait to see um them do some of these songs at the festival. Wish I would be back in the states. To go to it, man, but I'll be close enough pretty soon. Yeah. Yep. All right, Cash. We got anything else? Do we have anything else? Uh, right. So that ends it for this episode. Like, hey, man, Ooh, and that's a, uh, yeah, man, it's surprise week. We have some surprises to come out of this, man. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that we get more of these throughout the year. Uh, really, with that, that push of T, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, you lose steam real quick these days now, man. Like, uh, no, he just had that album, but the way people are doing these surprise drops, it just makes you forget what just came out two weeks ago. So if you got your album brewing, they need to go ahead and come on and push it on out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so uh, this, this, you don't need to take that old model and just like, oh, I got the single. I can let that live for like two months before I drop. Nah, drop your shit. Come on out with it. Uh, they, the game has changed. We need more of this. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink yeah. it, man. Just put it out. Just, yeah, yeah. just put it out, man. Get, get, this is an arms race. Yeah. Because people, the big, the big dogs is coming, man. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's uh, episode 155. Like I said, uh, be checking out sometime this week. We're going to have our top five uh, of first quarter, top five rap albums. Got to have our top five indies. Uh, so, we'll, that'll be dropping for Patreon first, and then it'll be coming out. Uh, at a later date for everybody else. It's going to be a bonus. It's not part of our weekly uh, episodes, but that, that will be coming out soon. So be checking for that.